it's Muslim modern day. Oh my god, I gotta know my own name for the podcast. <laughs> it's modern day Muslim podcast number two. How do you do? I'm Asfur Ali, and I'm here with the one and only Zofale. That's right, guys. And this week, we're gonna wish you a very early Bakra Eid or what is it? Eid Mubarak. Just Eid Mubarak, bro. Eid Mubarak. Keep it simple. Yeah, Keep it simple. I, Eid I, Mubarak. I made it a little more complicated you than did. it needs you to be. Did. You know it's complicated, man. I just started a new job, and uh, I was I was trying to I was trying to like ask for the the day off, but without asking for it. So I'm like, hey, I have a religious holiday, and I'm just gonna work from home. And you know how it goes. And she's like, no, I don't know how it goes. You have to take a day off. I was like, okay. It's, so she's going. So is it going out of your paid vac paid vacation? Yeah, I want to take a sick day. <laughs> But it's too late. She's gonna know I'm oh, not. But you sick. just started, like this week. No, but my religious obligation to miss a day due to this Islamic holiday, Justin Trudeau says that I'm entitled to this. Okay, what really are you gonna do that day, bro? I'm just gonna really not go to work. That's exactly. <laughs> you know, I have to partake in the Qurbani. I was gonna ask you, man. Have Have you ever done the Qurbani yourself? Uh, no. Wait, we have to we have to explain what this is, man. We might have some like. Non-Muslim, non-brown people right. listening, man. So, so what is Bakra Eid? What is the second Eid? Because you know, the first Eid we can always go out by saying this is Christmas. This is like our our celebration after the Lent. What is yeah, the yeah, second fasting? Yeah. Right? So, what is the second? How would you describe the second Eid to the non-Muslims? I would say sacrifice, but then that could make people nervous. If Very nervous. Words, you can't use that word. Exactly. <laughs> or, or, or ask what kind of sacrifice, and I'll say, "Come to my house," and then you'll find out, and that makes them more nervous. You're right. So, so why do you don't say? you why don't you explain it? Because I'm a little uh, this area I'm a little gray on. I'm gonna be on all I know is somebody was asked to sacrifice their son and they were gonna sacrifice the son and before the son got killed he turned into a goat. So very, very so you're pretty close. So okay. one of the prophets had a dream that uh the God had asked him that if you love me that much you need to sacrifice your son. Uh, at this particular point, so he takes his son and he tells his son that, that he had this dream that you know God came in as a as an epiphany. Uh, so he took epiphany. him to that. I took him to that spot, and the son was also willing. He's like, you know what? If God's asked you to sacrifice me, let's do it. What was the prophet again? Uh, I think it was Prophet Ibrahim. I was gonna say that man. It was a one one out fifty fifty chance. Right. So say. he was about to sacrifice, but and God was like, oh my, oh oh. Well, he can't say, oh, my God. He'd be like, oh, me. My bad. <laughs> oh, me. My, my, my he dad. Loves me. They love me so much. So he turned his son into a, a, a goat or, or a sheep, whatever. I thought he replaced he his son with the sheep. Yeah. Like, oh, yes. Replaced him while his son was yeah, standing aside. Bro, what is this? It. You're mixing it with the movie Aladdin. It was turning into like a Transformer movie. <laughs> and then he sacrificed. And that came up. The whole. And it's more. more so the whole. Concept of Bakrayid is more with the pilgrimage, right? The Hajj. This is the Hajj season. Yeah, right? the religious pilgrimage. Right, which is going to Mecca and Saudi Arabia, uh, and you know, performing your. Uh, they, they've asked us to do Hajj once a year, and I know a lot of people go every year. They go for Umrah, which is like the net practice before the real game kind of thing. It's your practice. It's right. Your, it's the it's warm a practice up. run. It's a warm up run. Warm yeah. up before the real test. And I think I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's like millions and millions of people, and every year it just keeps increasing. There is no percentage. It's just that. It's, there's no cap. There's no cap. Wow. And Unless you're keep... wearing it on your head. <laughs> and it's hot, but it's a good season right now. So to go into Saudi Arabia, <laughs> it's it's, it's hot. hot season. Hajj. It's Get your hot People on. are there. They have to wear this particular dress, and then they have to, you uh, know. Um, Yo, men go like they're dressed like they're going to a toga party, right? It's pretty just much. Like the white pretty much. Robe. Yeah. It's like, and, a, it's like they nothing, all dress up like Greeks. Yeah, and they they got nothing underneath. So you better. 
it's no ha- stitches, no stitching on your clothing. That's Nothing? what it is. No stitching on your clothing. Oh my god, man! You better like shave and like get in shape, man. But I yeah. guess I guess no one's really looking around at that point. Yeah. So there there are so many different things, right? Like it's not just the process of doing the Hajj. It's also what involves in Hajj, right? You gotta uh, you gotta uh, do something called Tawaf, which is uh, uh, go around the house of God. Which is the Kaaba. The Kaaba. Very good. I'm very, I'm very impressed. I know these catchphrases. Then you got to throw stones at the shaitan, which is the, the devil. The Satan. You got to do your best curveball or fastball and hit right. the devil. And it's then you got to go to these two mountains where one of the, uh, one of the uh, prophets, prophetess. Uh, so glad you took over the session. <laughs> I just know about the rock throwing. And the, she went around uh, between two, uh, two mountains looking for water. And then uh, her son kicked the floor and water started pouring out of there which is now known as Abi Zamzam which is the purest oh, water the ever water. the holy water and the Gatorade for Muslims pretty much bro it has cured like I've heard insane amount of stuff in, about it the scientific scientists have gone down to examine that water and figure out what it is and they say it's the purest water ever and it's unlimited it's never ending that's the beauty about it that's insane bro yeah so when I did Umrah which was uh, 2010 before I moved to Canada so now it's not like how it's all set to be like, oh, it's hot, the mountains. So what they've done is they've laminated the mountains because they know the rocks will start AC. crumbling. They got AC. It's AC. The floors are AC, which Indoors. is marble. Marble, yeah. And instead of going to the uh, to the well itself to get the Zamzam water, the holy water, they have coolers which are connected through they, it, pumping water in. So they've kind of modernized this pretty, pilgrimage. Pretty short, much like so a part of a podcast, yeah, modern day Muslim. Yeah, man. So it's like you're kind of indoor. It's indoor, outdoor. It's like a water much. park, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Wow, man! And it's to actually, you know, you 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 check. You, it's it's a spiritual cleansing. It's uh, it's a mind, body, soul cleansing. It's a strength cleansing because you know you're like see how strong you are and everything. But yeah, it's pretty intense, man. It's like a triathlon. I heard it's not for the weak, man. My friend went and he's like, buddy, I know you go to the gym quite a bit, but he's like, this is like. American Muslim ninja warrior like you literally are like walking pretty much yeah people man. are like stampeding stampede I was about to say that yeah there's a stampede that happens every year uh, not the Calgary who, not pe- the Calgary not stampede. the stampede <laughs> <laughs> yeehaw so people who move in from there because the hotels can accommodate them they also tent out and you know they have their cook so every year there's some guy who's cooking who burns his tent down and then catches like wildfire so they have all those kind of precautions now for the last four or five years i've heard there's nothing nothing like that extravagant that happened that burned down or something like that that people got stampeded or trampled over so it's been like it's just think about it man this one country accommodates about 10 million muslims at one point at that one location in that one city Accommodating. Listen, I'm glad you brought that up, man, because there's been some hot topic around Saudi, man. Oh yeah, and what bro. they're doing. So, what, what's your opinion on what they're doing and how they're kind of like telling Canada, you can't tell us what to do. We're gonna tell ourselves what to do. And if you think you can tell us what to do, we're gonna start. We're gonna start cutting off any relations we have with you in terms of trade, education, because these guys. Yeah, but you know what happened when the oil topic came up? They're like, oh, everything is. Uh, up in the air except the oil the oil is going to keep going because they have an oil agreement happening yeah and well, they, like, they want it right Saudi, right so, so they're like Saudi wants so, you, so it's like oh well, let me be protected. lesser lesser two evils yeah like let me let me like teach, put you as a country as an example and uh, set you up as an example for the world to see that not to interfere in a business but hey about the oil yo that's business as usual I'm like that's hilarious uh, that just goes to show money rules bro no matter what what, what do you think about like the system there in Saudi 
I've only visited there, bro. So I've heard stories. Nothing I can confirm or talk about. But I've only heard. I've heard stories, and I, I completely agree with everything because I think women have too many rights here. Like, from <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is why I'm uh, single. Guys, this podcast is going to be closed down I'm really sing- quick. Real quick. Uh, this is Real why I'm quick. single. Maybe I'm talking from an online dating perspective. <laughs> we'll get into that where they want the equal rights. I'm like, man, we got to suppress some of the rights so we can have some kind of playing field. You know what I mean? Like, it's the thing is, it's like that song by Neil, like, uh, independent woman. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, like, uh, like, you know, somebody who talks like a boss, plays like a boss, pays their own bills. Like, why are we in the picture then? You know, like, as men, our roles are slowly deteriorating. If anything, they're done. If you think about it now, like, because culturally, 10, 20 years ago, like when our parents got married, our parents' parents got married, why did why did the female agree to nine times out of 10? That was just the way things had to be, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't really have the education, the opportunity, so the reliance was on the man. Now it's like shifted. But but here's 400%. here's here's my rebuttal to that. If you're if you're if you're talking about again cultural, it's again coming down to which part of the world you're coming from, the third world country. Yeah, that is uneducated and everything. But if you're looking at uh, caste and religion, Islam is always about uh, empowering women. Uh, I remember reading in the Quran and Hadith, uh, which is like the you know the the, the, the stuff written by the Prophet, uh, Prophet Muhammad, that that when uh, his uh, uh, his wife Aisha, Bibi Aisha, uh, Hazrat Aisha used to uh, do sermons on Friday mosques, wow, which man. is bro. Look, which- I, I I understand this, but then it's so weird because then you look at how it's applied now and. That stuff's kind of happening, but it, it's slowly happening. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's it's still like women gotta pray at the back. You can't you can't look at them. So there's, I think there's like a catch twenty two. Yeah, you know I, what agree. I mean. I just want to find one to get married to. <laughs> I'm trying no, to find a No, with all that topic you're going I'm on. I'm trying to find <laughs> well, a okay, Let's bring it back because we digress quickly. Have you ever seen a kurbani? No, I don't think I can because listen, if I you got do a weak it, stomach, bro. Hundred percent. I don't think I could do it, bro. I have a hard time killing a fly. How can I justify killing like a goat, a cow? I, I couldn't do it, man. Like, did you? You've done it? Like, I just couldn't. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Uh, well, I've seen it happen sad? in terms of in terms of we had a goat. Um, oh no! We You're had one of those guys who had the goat. We had the goat, and then we the goat. We became friends with the goat, and. And I know a comic has already done a joke about this, so I'm not gonna go into that joke. But it pretty much was the next day, the the goat wasn't there, and I was like, where did this? I was like nine, and I was like, where did this goat go? Did he run away? Like dinner plate. And then they were, yeah, they were like, oh, you're eating the goat, and I was like, oh, that's horrible. That's that's why I don't eat goat meat anymore. I'm all about the chicken because chicken I don't care about. A chicken. It has wings. It could have flown away. You had the chance to run. I think that goat could have ran away too. But it was it was tied to a rope. Yo, so this is the great debate here: to halal or not to halal. What do you mean? Like, what do you what do you think about that, man? There's a lot of people that don't eat halal. There's people who eat it. Like, so I don't eat halal, but I don't eat bacon and I don't drink. So but when I go out of the restaurant, a Big Mac. That's a good. That's a good. Yeah, idea. I'll enjoy a Big Mac any day, bro. I don't have a problem with it. But then that's my concept. That's my my point of view. And and see, man, religion is such a thing that you can make it's it touch. into. Yeah, yeah. I I think the the bottom line of all religion is uh, be a good be a good person and do yeah. something good for the, your for your kids and for the society that you live in. That tomorrow you'll be remembered. Do good things. Good things happen to you, man. If you be a bad person, man, 
And, and you know what? Again, coming back to culture like you were talking about, our culture is such, especially the Indian Pakistani community, the South Asian culture is such, we judge people like crazy. Like, we'll be doing I the know, same I'm thing. I know, I'm judging you right now. <laughs> With your response, I'm like, man, this guy really doesn't give a crap. Like, man, I'm like, he's going halal, not halal. But it's, it's, it's true, man. Like, it's, it's so weird. It's like, you know, somebody once asked me this question, and I didn't have an answer. They're like, you know, your religion says anyone who's not Muslim goes to hell, right? And they're like, what about Mother Teresa, right? And I was like... Oh my God, that's 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 a hard one, man. She did such good in the world, and so uh, I'll tell you a story that my gra- grandma used to uh, used to tell me. She's like, there are two drunkards sitting at a bar at a bar, having a drink, and this guy is hammered, and he picks out a needle, and he says, "You think a camel can go across the hole on the needle?" And the other drunkard goes, he goes, "Hey, man, if God wills, anything can happen. Like the whole." How the drunk whole, are these guys? Yeah, because the whole pretty, world, the whole globe can go through it. And some Molana had a dream that these two drunkards are sitting there. And the guy who asked the question is sitting in hell because he's a bad person. Although the other drunkard was there, was a bad person too. But the God loved his, his sincerity even when he was intoxicated. And he forgave all his sins. But bro, you got to understand. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is Ghafur Rahim. Like he's all forgiving. You're supposed to ask for forgiveness all the time. And he will forgive you. But that doesn't mean that he forgives you. Can't abuse that policy. And then you do it again. Then, then that's yeah, just a habit. You, you, can't, you can't just be like, hey, man, I, I slip once, twice, yeah. thrice. Four. There is one is slip that, is good. What, the other continuously one, uh, then that's yeah, a choice. Yeah, then he knows. He's yeah. like, man, this guy don't care anymore. He's like, and you can't this even say, knows. don't hate the player, hate the game. No, yeah. you're you're hating everybody. No, he's just going to hate you. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to hate you. Yo, I want to talk to you about one crazy experience everybody has. And that's going to your local halal oh, man. butcher shop. Oh, like, man. Can we talk about how disgusting and unsanitary I it is? I don't like, understand how these places don't get shut down. Because there are no health inspectors. They're scared to go there. 100%. There's no way that if you go to your local halal butcher, let's say 90% of them, first of all, if you ask them what kind of meat they have, just look at their apron because they've got it on there. It looks, it looks like a scene from Dexter. <laughs> Secondly, they have pieces of meat in the beard. And thirdly, they're always trying to shake your hand or give you a hug with like some blood on their apron, man. It's just, it, and, and you know what's even crazier when they when they give you the meat? Yeah, it's so, in the bag which has got all this oh, like chunks of meat hanging on the on the handle of the, of the, of the it, bag. Bro, I asked for a bag. Put it in the bag. Don't put it outside. <laughs> And you know what I mean? And then you look, and then they like question your manhood, right? They look at you, they're like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, bro, there's like blood <laughs> hanging out of it. Like, I wanted you to clean it, man. And oh, man, it is like, gro- but that, I wonder if that is just for, is it just a cultural, like South Asian butchers, or is it every butcher like that? Bro, we should bring Lenny onto this podcast. He, he's a butcher, he's an Italian, but he would be able to give us a proper explanation. Bro, the halal meat shop horrors, I think it's just they know that they have a lock on the market. Like, where can you really go? Because there, there are big brand name halal marketplaces that are very cleaner, but let's be honest, their prices are way higher. Oh, absolutely. So I'd rather, bro. I'd rather have some blood on my left finger and pray that there's no salmonella in it than I pay $4 extra per pound. <laughs> You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And, and then when you go to the nicer ones too, they know your name. Yeah. They look like these guys, these guys look like they wrestled the animal. Okay, but here's the thing. If they know you, your order gets yeah. bumped up right away. Yeah, that's true. There's preference. That's always preference. Yeah, They're like, oh, he's a regular. Salam. You say salam. You ask him how their day was. You could be standing there. If you don't know the, if you don't know your done. butcher, you're, well, you're waiting there for an hour. You might as well just get slaughtered. Yeah. It's going to kill you to sit there and wait for that long, man. <laughs> You know, but like it's it's such a. That's why I have the big pack. <laughs> I don't blame you, bro. Like even when you when you ask them a question or something, 
It's, it's like sometimes when you go to a Pakistani restaurant, you don't understand. Can you answer this question? Why is veal biryani only available on Jummah or Saturday? You know what I mean? Like, you okay. go to... I, here's the scenario. Uh, when I moved here to Canada, uh, what, eight, ten years ago, uh, I went to my local butcher shop. I'm not going to give you names. I'm not going to give you states, cities. And I went there, and <laughs> this guy... That. This guy was constantly scratching his nuts. Oh my god! No, no, I give him that the benefit salty of the doubt that he would take the glove off, scratch his nuts, wear the glove salt, back on. Salty me, bro! I don't want to have salt like Saudi, you know, sodomized kebab chicken. Kebabs? You're having kebabs? <laughs> oh man, that's good. you know that's the other thing, bro. I don't think there's no hygiene there. And, and then what are you going to say to them? Like, you can't say anything because they're holding a knife. You know, like, it's very intimidating. Like, I always, like, my mom told me to go once or twice, bro, and I couldn't take it because, like, I'm a gerbophobe. And for anyone that's a gerbophobe and you go in a halal meat shop. You're done. Oh, it's... You're done. It's, it's like, like Howie Mandel going to a butcher shop. He's done. Game over. Yeah, you're just going to scream, man. That's so, what... That's, so let me ask you that. Let me ask you that. I know you brought up the halal and non-halal topic. And I told... I, and, you know, we've, we've done shows together. We've done tons of shows together. And I know you always prefer halal, but aren't prefer, you? Prefer? I only eat halal. That's what are you right. Yeah, it's what right. are you trying okay, to fool listeners? My bad. Prefer. You only eat halal and you drag me into it, which I'm cool with. No, you know, but I am sick of those three restaurants that we go to every single because I have freaking to be healthy, time. Halal. No, you know the problem is people always ask me what made me start eating halal. And maybe it's very drastic. So my friend... He owns a halal meat shop. And then grade nine, I was eating a beef patty. And I saw him and I put the beef patty under the table. Because I obviously didn't want him to see me eating the beef patty. So then he's like, yo, man, what are you having for lunch? And I go, oh, no, nothing. He's like, yeah, what's underneath the table? I'm like, nothing, nothing. And he hit my hand and the beef patty came up. He's like, yo, I hope you enjoy that beef patty because you're going to burn in hell. And I was like, it is a little hot. <laughs> and I don't know, bro. Like, that kind of changed it. And then, and the thing is, there are times where I wanted to break, bro. Because, you know, like, you hear about these restaurants, Burger Priest, a Double Whopper with cheese. That's something that God only made to be consumed, right? So if you want to have all this food, why don't you go to a Muslim country like Dubai, man? I, Zolf, that's a very expensive ticket for me to have like a Whopper <laughs> that's $3.99. Whopper Wednesdays to Dubai Saturdays? That's a big, big deal. That's like those people who say... So here, here's, here's my question. Like I, I recently got into a little feud on, on uh, one, of the, one of the FB, uh, one of the Facebook groups uh -oh. about, about halal and non-halal eating, right? So this lady just... Went, I don't judge. Right. You know how I am, bro. I, I know, know, I know. So this lady started snapping at me saying that, hey... Why don't you go back to your country? Which is pretty funny because she's from the same country I am. And then she's like, why don't you go back to your country if you love, if you, no, she's like, why are you staying in this country and asking for halal restaurants? If you want to eat halal food, why don't you go back to where you came from? And I was like, who said that? That's kind of I don't want to give names, bro. I, I get into so many trolls. Like I, I get into so many arguments with people. And sometimes I do it just for shits and giggles. Mostly giggles, mostly giggles. And, and I was, I was just laughing at the point that you came to this country. Well, and, and another thing, a crypto profile, a crypto profile of to find course. out what kind of person she is. Yeah, in terms of the way she looks. No, in terms oh, of the, oh. her opinion. Yeah, okay, that's and what you she, can really see on Facebook. And she was, uh, she was, and part of my friendship, bitching and moaning about women who wear niqab. What's and, wrong with that? Niqab and come to these countries and make it a fashion statement. I'm like, girl, this is not a fashion statement. 
They're religious. Yeah, it's called a religion. Who's this Donald? Why are you why are you dissing your own religion Who's and your own, own people? Bro, Who's I don't this Donald Trump's daughter? And she's like, these people have got their own agenda. They want to come and make a fashion statement. I'm like, get the hell out of here. You know my problem? Not only are you holding a wrong end of the stick, you're holding a different stick altogether. Yeah, someone should hit her with that stick. You know the problem is, man, those people think that those people are forcing their beliefs on that person, but they're not, right? Like, But then it comes back to, again, or, or our they, culture, right? Or they feel guilty. You yeah. know what it is? Because they want to do it and they can't. Yeah, they And feel, they're oppressed yeah. because whatever reason, X, Y, Z. And again, it's not the religion. It's the culture. Yeah, it's you know what? That's what we got to say for the next podcast, man. We got to do religion versus culture. You write that down, that's man, a, before you that's, forget. Yeah, hurry up. Here you you go. do it. Okay, religion versus culture. Okay. I could have just remembered it, but you obviously don't uh, believe that I can remember this. No. Religion. Because <laughs> I don't want to get a call two days before and say, hey, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, maybe Let's we should talk start about listening sex. to our own podcast. <laughs> Whoa, man. What are you doing here, bro? I said that this was a clean episode on iTunes. It's a mod- modern day Muslim. Bro, it's it's an opinion, right? It's our opinion. So it doesn't matter. Well, it's against our first and last opinion. <laughs> We're trying to keep this clean. We're trying to get... Well, we can't, man. Because, listen, we got to be who we got to be. And that's it for this week. We are wishing you a very happy... Eid Mubarak. Eid Mubarak. Uh, go get some halal socks, I guess. Right? Because if you're haram in the head, you can be halal in the feet. Yo, halal socks. Do you want to give a shout out to halal yeah, socks? Yeah, they're good. Halal socks. Yo, they, I've got their Eid Mubarak socks. I've just ordered them. I have the Qurbani socks. Yo, I saw that. And I, I'm wearing the kufi. I'm wearing the kufi ones today. Yeah, man. Shout out to halal socks, man. Yo, get man. That's socks. it. Get your socks from halal socks. Uh, you can check them out at halalsocks.com. I hope oh, you can check right. them. Uh, you can check them out or .ca, but they're on Facebook page. Look for Halal Socks. Very unconvincing. So All right, guys. I'm Zulfali. I'm us. For good thing we don't have real sponsors yet. <laughs>